Hello, my lovelies. Uh, Merry Christmas, if you are listening to this on launch week. Um, let's talk about being healthy this holiday season. And some of it is most definitely going to fall into play with things that you would normally hear from a fitness and nutrition coach of different things that I'm going to encourage you to do as we embark through the longest bit of a holiday stretch, right? Something like Thanksgiving, we have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe Sunday that you're kind of doing the thing, but Christmas and New Year's, it's all bunched together. There's a lot of things happening. So yes, Some things we will talk about are going to be a bit traditional, and then some shit won't be. Because, well, if you're new here, that's just what I'm about. An untraditional approach to pretty much everything uh, is should really just be like the slogan for my business. The caffeinated yogi, let's make everything untraditional. Like, that's just what it should be. Now, maybe you continue with that non-traditional mindset as you go grab yourself a nice, warm, but festive cup of coffee. Whenever you're ready, come back, hit the play button, and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, Grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. Before we get started, I am going to take a moment to talk about the sponsor, which is still me. It will probably be me next week as well, as everything with one-on-one coaching is currently on sale. So if you are interested in hitting up anything from fitness to mobility and nutrition, peep the show notes. You will see the coupon codes there. They are different from movement to nutrition-based. So peep the show notes. The link is there. Coupon code is there. Makes it super duper easy. Or you can always send me a message on Instagram. The podcast itself has a lovely little home at Caffeinated Yogi Talks or my personal page, my personal brand, if you will, is at the Caffeinated Yogi Co. All right. So as we enter into the holiday season, we have a tendency to do one of two things. One is that we get very mad at ourselves because we don't do enough because we skipped workouts, because we ate too many cookies, all of those things. And then the other side of it is that we just completely let it all, like, let everything go. We we just completely put our health on the back burner until we enter into the new year. And a lot of times that's not necessarily the first day of the new year. Or maybe what I should say is we think it's the first day, But maybe on New Year's Eve, you are not used to staying up late, you're not used to drinking as much as what you did, or eating some like fried food, whatever the hell it was, and on New Year's Day, you're then feeling kind of lethargic. Mix in the fact if you have shitty weather, like if it's a rainy day, and you're just pretty much setting yourself up for man laying on the couch and watching movies, sounds like the best thing ever. So my point of kind of picking on these two is that I think both are horseshit. (laughs) Um, I've talked a lot about habits on this podcast and I was actually a little hesitant to record today's episode. And by a little, I mean a lot. 
I, in recent times, have not had too much of an issue with being like, oh, I'm going to talk about this today. Sure, sometimes I pull it on Instagram and things, but I overall have a good idea. Like, even whenever I do a poll on Instagram, I normally have a rough outline of like, all right, here are my next four topics. And then I pretty much pull on Instagram to decide which one of these topics is going to come out next. So I, I, I've i had a few that have been you guys asking for something and then I tried to make a quick turnaround of it. But normally I have a decent idea of what's to come. And because of that, luckily for me, it doesn't take the most planning, which no offense to you guys is kind of good to me because I mean, this is a free resource, right? This is completely free for you to listen. So uh, I don't think I should be spending 40 hours a week on something that I make relatively not that much money off of, right? So whenever I was thinking what to talk about as we are a few days before Christmas and obviously then a few days before the new year, uh, with me being in the health and wellness world, I automatically was like, I should talk about what to, like what your nutrition should be like. I should talk about setting some New Year's resolutions and things of that nature. And then I just kept shifting back to habits, which is, again, something I've talked about on here before if you have not tuned in. And I was like, damn, I I feel like I shouldn't talk about the same thing. And then I was like, you know what? No, I, I should kind of touch base on maybe some topics that I've gone over before. But number one, not all of you have possibly heard that episode before. And number two, I do this very unscripted. So the likeliness that I'm going to cover something that I didn't before is very high. Same thing whenever you step into a yoga class with me. Sure, I am can almost guarantee that we're going to do some down dogs. We're going to do some up dogs. We're going to do a few chaturangas. All those things are going to happen, but everything in between, even though it might be somewhat the same, maybe each class of the past two that you've taken of mine, I've done Warrior Two, but the way that we get there and the things that we do there are different. And that is kind of the mindset that I'm taking with this episode and also a mindset that I challenge you to take off of the episode. So number one, or first off, let's talk about what we should do during this next week and a half, two weeks kind of time. Number one, I strongly encourage you to not be the person that just doesn't give a shit at all. Because I am guessing that if you are tuning in to this episode, you give a shit about your health, period. We all might have different avenues, different ventures of health. Maybe you like to go to Cycle Bar and the next person that listens likes to go for a run, but both of you like to find movement. Maybe one of you is really interested in how to... Uh, gain some muscle mass while the other is looking to lose weight. Even though your nutrition goals might be different, you are still here for that topic of nutrition, right? So overall, I'm guessing that somewhere, somehow, I was about to say some why, but well, here we are. (laughs) Um, For some reason, you are here. You are listening because of health. So don't be the person that then completely ditches health. Because that overall is setting yourself up for failure. Now, if you listen to that and you're like, ugh, 
but I love to eat grandma's Christmas cookies. Please hold the phone. I am not telling you to completely eat like a little saint and to work out every single day for the next two weeks. Within the fitness and health world, and specifically on social media, there is a lot of harp on the term balance. And I do understand why. Because balance should always look different. The balance for me is different from the balance to you. So for my one-on-one nutrition clients, I have given them a little like mini goal is what I like to call them. And for this week, I asked them to set three goals. Mind you, they do not have to be like, I need to eat X amount of this, 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 blah, blah, blah. Or I need to say no to this, this, this. I'm going to pick on one of my clients that is, you would think that he makes my job easy, but he doesn't because he does a very good job, which to me makes my job harder. Uh, Because I'm then constantly thinking of different ways to challenge him, to encourage him to learn, to get him to where he needs to be if he does everything that I'm asking for. And he's like, okay, I want to put on muscle and I haven't put on enough. Like, and sure, there's a lot of other things that go into it, but it still makes my job harder. And uh, I'm not trying to say that he shouldn't do what I tell him to do, but nine times out of 10, whenever it comes to nutrition, you're going to get people that are gung-ho for like two weeks and then they fall off and then you have to reel them back in. And like, that actually makes my job easier. I don't like it, to be honest. I would much rather be challenged. Uh, I hate taking the easy way, but... um, Uh, Those people do make my job easier, not going to lie. So picking on my beloved friend who makes my job harder. Uh, His three goals were to sleep seven hours a day, um, to drink two gallons of water, and shit, there was something else. I want to... The other one was the, the closest to like food kind of a thing. I really don't remember what it was, but it doesn't matter because I'm talking about these next two. Um, number one, sleep is definitely a part of your nutrition. So please get that in check if you haven't already or send me a message so I can help you. Number two, two gallons of water a day is so much water. So much water. I can guarantee you that of the, let's say, 70 of you that listen to this episode, that probably less than 10% of you drink a gallon of water a day. And a lot of you are going to tell me that you do, and I'm going to call B freaking S. (laughs) You might think that you do, but how many times do you have a glass? And let's say that your glass is 16 ounces, and you drink it to where there is, let's say, three fingers full of water still at the bottom. And then you go fill it up, and you do that same thing. And you're like, yay, I drank four of these. Well, those three fingertips all the way up, that equates to one extra glass of water. So you really didn't have four glasses. You actually had three glasses. My point is, is that that little bit adds up throughout the day very quickly. So whenever I saw all of these, I was like, damn, two gallons of water. Like, the hell is he doing? But water isn't something that I necessarily check in with him too much on. I've always known that his water intake is good. So I don't follow up with like, what is his exact water intake? So I asked him, what is your regular? And he said, I'm always over a gallon and a half. I normally am pretty close to two gallons. And I was like, well, God damn, <laughs> I would be peeing like a motherfucker and kudos to you. Uh, but my, my point with picking on this is he set himself with three goals that are all so obtainable, specifically two of them with the holiday. 
So I'm sorry, but you getting seven hours of sleep is probably, or maybe let's even bump it down. Let's say you getting six hours of sleep. That's probably something that you can attain that's going to help with your health overall throughout this holiday. Now, please don't hold yourself to like a, oh, damn it, like get really pissed off if you don't do that. Keyword is try, move on, and learn from your mistakes, period. Don't harp on the past. Instead, focus on a positive future. So for him, uh, I I was about to say, no, don't drink two gallons of water a day. But then I checked in with what is your normal? So for these two weeks, do what I encouraged him to do for one of his many goals. It is okay to be at, or in this case with water, he was maybe a little above normal. Maybe for you, that means that you're going to be at or below normal on something, which is a good transition or segue to movement during the holiday. So if you work out five times a week, sure, you can keep that goal. And I would strongly encourage you to adjust it to where if you normally always work out on Friday and Saturday, and for this current calendar year, um, that would be Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, I would encourage you to not follow that, to maybe let your rest day of Sunday, let that swap with Saturday. And then I would also tell you to practice grace way more than what you normally do. Maybe you don't work out five times a week, and maybe you even set your goal for four times a week. You want to work out Monday to Thursday this week, and that's it. You're going to take off until the following Monday, and that is cool. However, because it is the holiday, be okay with you working out three times this week. Because here is the biggest thing that a lot of people are really going to struggle with as I say this. You taking time to be involved in the social interactions, to go and do that holiday thing that you love, to be a part of a community or your family in some sort of fashion, that is going to be the best thing for your health, period. So let's push all of the plates aside. Let's push all the barbells aside. You taking time to do whatever it is that actually makes you smile is going to be the best thing that you can do for your health. And I guess I should reiterate, you doing the thing that makes you smile, that is not something like whatever you're eating or how you're moving, that is going to be the healthiest thing for you over these next two weeks, period. And probably the hardest thing to do out of anything I'm going to talk about I definitely encourage you to also make sure that the non-foodie or movement things, that at least, let's say, 50%, if not more, are things that you actually want to do. I freaking hate that our society is so gung-ho on like, you have to do all of these things and be around all of these people that you absolutely do not want to be around. It is okay for you to say no to even your family if you view that they are too toxic for you or that they are going to bring you down and not make you happy and fill you up with joy. Now at the same time, I totally understand that you might have to see your crazy Uncle Joe and maybe you just have to kind of pull on the big girl panties and the suck it up buttercup and go see crazy old Uncle Joe in order to see grandma, uh, your mom, your long lost cousin, all of the things, right? Like I, I totally get that. And that is where, again, the balance comes into play. But don't completely surround yourself with all the shit that you don't want to do. 
give yourself time to do the shit that you do want to do, even if that means that you have to cut a workout out. Now, here is where the balance factor comes into play. I do not think that means that you should cut out movement for the next two weeks. I do think that you need to, again, put on your big girl panties and make sure that you find movement or eat things that are going to make you smile mentally, physically, and that awesome little combo of the two. So let's again say that you decide to work out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Maybe on Wednesday is whenever a group of your girlfriends wanted to go out and uh, celebrate by, you know, getting a glass of wine or something. And you were like, oh man, I meant to work out in the morning and I didn't get to it because one of my goals was sleep. And now I'm not going to be able to get to the gym. All of these things. Number one, give yourself grace and go drink the wine. Get back to your movement on Thursday and continue on with the holiday, etc. Number two, maybe find a happy medium. Can you go out and just go for a walk? Maybe uh, go find a street with a lot of Christmas lights and on your way to go have a drink, park your car, walk up and down, enjoy the lights and continue. Is that going to be your normal anaerobic style workout or are you going to be straining the muscles in the same way that you would as you're lifting weight? No. But is that going to make you feel a little bit better that you did something rather than nothing? Yes. Or is that going to make you feel a little bit just overall happier because you did something that you don't get to do 90% of the year? Yes. Find your balance and please, please, please make sure that it is your balance. Not your best friend's balance, not my balance, not an influencer's balance that you follow on social media, not your coach's balance, not your long lost cousin's balance, your freaking balance, period. We are constantly changing. Not only does mother nature go through different seasons, but we go through different seasons. So find the balance that works for you right now. Not the balance for you whenever you were 16, not the balance that's going to work for you whenever you are 75, unless you are either one of those ages and you're tuning in, then hey, hi, hello, send me a message because I'd love to hear from you. And then next, jumping past the holidays and getting into the new year, which like, holy shit, isn't it crazy to think that it's 2022? I have literally made mistakes at writing 2020 still, like Jesus Christ. Here we go. Fingers crossed 2022. But um, let's take the habit factor into any bit of a New Year's resolution that you are about to make. And my point of that is really try to create a resolution that is something that you can continuously work towards, not saying effortlessly, but that you can you can maintain. So I do think that probably not next week, but the week after, I'm going to talk about uh, my first year really setting a resolution. And I, as you hear the question in my voice, because it wasn't really a resolution, but the first time that I have been like, I'm going to do this all year long. And I did it. Um, Well, I guess I can't say I did it thus far. I've done it until today. We're almost to the end of the year, but pretty damn close. We're well over 300 and something days in, right? But I challenge you to give yourself not only the idea of realistic, but just make it something that is obtainable. And a habit doesn't mean that you have to do it every day, but if it's a health-like goal, then find things to get you to the goal that you can do every day. 
make it something that is obtainable in a nice, steady fashion. Because those big ass things, those big jumps, you are setting yourself up for failure. I have said it a hundred times over and I wish that I can meet Mr. James Clear, um, the author of Atomic Habits, is a book that I recommend to every stinking human. And I think it's a book that we should be required to reread um, every few years, if not sooner, like to be able to be a functioning part of society. Because it, it's just, the, the, the topics and the ideas are very simplistic, but if you put aside the like duh factor because I definitely read some bits and pieces where I was like well duh duh this makes sense like duh I should do this and I was almost getting frustrated as soon as I put that mindset away and I just read it as a nice quick very easy by the way read um, as I read it with an open mind I was then in shock with how uh, how applicable I could make it to my life. And one thing that he talks about is rather than making a 10% change, can we focus on the 1%? Like, don't take that big jump. Focus on something really small. So if losing weight is a goal for you in the new year, and please note, I don't think that a lot of us even need to have that goal. We might have other things that will get us healthy, but it's something that I'm sure we have all had at some point in our lives, meaning it's relatable. Rather, if you should have lost weight or not, it's something you can relate to. Your weight is something you can relate to. So let's say that you wanted to change your weight. And in this, in this instance, you wanted the number on the scale to go down. Um, I would encourage you not to go balls to wall on a crazy diet that you just found on some chick's Instagram who has 100,000 followers, I would instead focus on one to two things that you can do every single day. Let one of them be, I'm going to move for 20 minutes every single day and let go of the idea of what the movement should be. You do not have to be crazy sweaty, dying on the floor, flailing around because you feel like Satan was inside your body from whatever type of movement you were doing. But you can, and I recommend that you should, move 20 minutes a day. Rather than taking out every single cookie, glass of wine, um, tortilla chip, if you don't know, that's my favorite. <laughs> um, rather than taking all of those out of your diet completely, can you maybe say, I don't need to drink every single day if that was you can you instead maybe say I'm allowed to have those things but I also need to have vegetables like something that is small you're not even telling yourself how much you're not saying how little but I should do this I will consume this and in the beginning that might be that you have literally five pieces of broccoli like kudos to you I uh, Lastly, I do recommend that you look at uh, working with a professional if it is something that you are strongly looking to change. And that's with anything, with fitness, with nutrition, with your uh, religious goals, with your family, with trauma, like whatever. Find somebody that actually spe specializes in the damn thing so that you can receive the best results and you can feel the best as you're working through whatever journey you have at hand. So to recap on this little ramble session that we have today, as we enter into this holiday season or any holiday season, 
Number one, don't do it all. And number two, don't do nothing. (laughs) Find that awesome little in-between that makes you smile and also make sure that you find time for the things that do make you smile that are not the health-driven aspects. Number two, as we approach into the new year, continuously focus on the idea of a habit. Do not go balls to wall because balls to wall will set you up for failure, period. I'm sorry, I do not care who you are. I don't care how motivated you are. You are setting yourself up for failure or you're setting yourself up for um, not a long-term success. Maybe you see something quick within a month, but then three months from now, you're right back to where you started, if not worse than where you started from. So focus on the long term or the slow and steady 1% better. How can I be 1% better? Please, please, please message me if you have any questions about TCY programming. I think this is a fantastic gift for you to be able to give yourself. And the older we get, the nicer it is to just give ourselves gifts. Am I right? Like, yes, there's something lovely about opening a Christmas card or unwrapping a present, but there's something else to say about you being like, yes, I am doing this for me. I am paying for this for me, whatever it may be. (laughs) So again, anything fitness, nutrition, um, what's the other thing I do? Mobility, (laughs) fitness, nutrition, mobility. Any of those are on sale. Peep the show notes or send me a message. I truly hope that you have one of the most amazing holiday seasons thus far. Because in case you forgot, last year we kind of missed out on one. So let's soak it up and make it a little extra jolly this year. Thank you guys for trusting me, for tuning in, and until next Tuesday, namaste and slay boothang. <laughs>